Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Another Chula Vista guy, somebody else with the business down here. We're going to highlight and, and amplify and put him out into the world because he's a good dude. But first, Emo Brown podcast is brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper for all your medicinal and recreational cannabis needs. Wait, do you, do you get down with cannabis? Do you get down with marijuanas or what? You from Chula Vista? Stop lying. Uh, nah, here. Is it bad for business? I mean, it's not about the business. I All right, do, cool. Yeah. Go, go ahead. You can do what? You can do whatever the fuck you want. I can do what I want. So, <laughs> you American? I love <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Chula Vista's very own Willie Ruiz. That's right. A lot of you know him from the awesome commercials on TV, on 91 Next, on the radio, but no, you don't do that yet. You don't need to do that, bro. I feel like you, you, uh, grassrooted marketing, you know, you, 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 you're very proud of the brand. Well, I mean, you kind of have to be proud of your brand because the name of your company is Willie's Insurance. Yes. If there's one person that reps their brands more than me, it's got to be you, bro. Like, I mean, I, I've seen you with the chain, que dice Willie's Insurance, a Galleon Chapo status. You're always rocking a shirt that says Willie's Insurance, a hat. Everybody around town has a Willie's Insurance hat. <laughs> Why, bro? You're awesome. Uh, I mean, it, it's something that I've... Um Sure, I'm, I'm a little nervous right now, so I'm trying Wait a to minute. How to Why are you nervous? <laughs> Put your shirt on. Don't be nervous. It's okay. Nobody's listening. You're going to have a good time. Willie, you have been a member of the community since when, bro? When, when, you've been born and raised in Chula Vista or what? Uh, half my life. Uh, there's a, I think, 12 years old is when we moved over here from National City. Um, you know, rough, rough uh, neighborhood. Uh, rough upbringing, for sure. Whereabouts? This, is it, it, and it, you don't, I don't think it's that rough anymore. I feel uh, like National it's- National City? Oh, uh, dude. It's certain parts. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, I'm sure it's. I'm more comfortable up. walking now anywhere in National City yeah. than, than I was before. I mean, I, I was 12 years old, so obviously I don't, I don't know, uh-huh. um, you know, how it is now. But back in the day, it, it was rough, man. And, you know, I still have a lot of family that lives there. And I, from what I hear, it hasn't really changed. Yeah, okay. They've cleaned up here and there. Nothing against the city. There's some people there. Hell you know? yeah, bro. We go to visit Machete. Yeah. We go to, you know, oh, a yeah. bunch of restaurants and a bunch of little bars that we go visit to out there. I got yeah, I still yeah. cousins that were born and raised there. Yeah. Shit, my wife, you went to school and got Granger. Yeah, Granger. I went to National City Middle School, which is the other middle school there. It's Granger and National City. Lincoln Acres. I don't want to say Granger. It was Lincoln Acres. That's oh, where, that's okay. where wifey's from. Yeah. Elementary? I think, bro. No sé cómo se llama la pinche escuela in Lincoln Acres. I went to uh, Olivewood, okay. which is across the street from Sweetwater High School. He, um, from middle school, I mo- we moved over here. And he just changed my my whole, I mean, I've loved Chula Vista since I moved over. It, was it that different moving from National City to Chula Vista? It really is, man. Okay, tell I, me. It really is. You know, muchos ni, I mean, like, let me give you an example for me. Uh, for instance, I lived uh, Section 8. I was a Section 8 mm-hmm. kid. Low income uh, housing? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we lived on foods, off uh, food stamps, you know. It was a uh, it was a rough upbringing, and most of the kids were like yeah. that. a lot of the kids were pretty much out and about all day every day. Um, not you know it's changed now that kids are you know inside with the video games and stuff like that. Uh, but to be honest with you, me being outside all day, I mean at some point I got tired of that. 
you know, I wish I could have been able to stay at stay home indoors and be safe, man. You know, I, I, you know, got jumped a couple of times. I was bullied here and there, um, you know, because I wasn't a gangster. I didn't want to be that. Uh, never really liked that. So that, that whole that whole energy, man, it's just different. Then you move over here and a lot of the, the, the kids here, you know, they I'm not saying their families are, you know, that much better than mine, but different circumstances. You know, they had their own house, you know, probably their own room, or maybe they shared it with the, you know, brother or sister, but it wasn't three of us in one room, um, you know, with milk and rice, I mean, you know, beans and rice and, you know, just the most basic don't, stuff. Don't, don't hate on beans and rice, Papito, come on. No, no, <laughs> I, I eat that to this day. <laughs> then that, and that's why I think that your, your, your story and you setting up your business yeah. and just your, your humble roots and, and the rough upbringing in the streets, getting jumped, being fucking bullied yeah. and where you are now and how you accomplish that. And then the family that you're raising. Yeah. I think that's awesome, bro. Like, you know, Thank you, Thank you. Um, you know how I am. You know how I am. I'm very, I'm very, uh, very selective and who, who I share yeah. time with. Yeah. I know uh, my wifey and myself, we're big fans of you and your wifey and your family. Thank our kids go that. to jujitsu before like everything went sideways with pandemic yeah. you know it's like we're we, we we like to think that we're doing the right thing with our families and we, we're involved with the community yeah. you know obviously and we'll get into all that and how you're getting involved with yeah. us and what we're doing but i wanted to bring you in here because yeah i've been up your ass about bringing you in here fool yeah. it isn't suck alone bro like <laughs> you know I'm, I'm just really big on just being myself and being real and um i i get to a point where i get um too comfortable and this is out of my comfort zone. I'm not, not really a big fan of being out, you know, uh, and about trying to act like I'm somebody that I'm not. You know, I did that when I was a kid. I was trying to fit in, especially when I moved from National City to Chula Vista. Like I said, I went to Hilltop High School um, and it might not sound like a great school, but, you know, from the neighborhood and the schools that I went to, to Hilltop, it was a huge, huge difference. Um, so I was trying to fit in for years. I was trying to, you know, find my way and I was pretending like I was, I was somebody that I wasn't. Um, so just to fit in, just, just, just to get the, the, the respect, I guess, or yeah, be, you know, be welcomed by your peers. Yeah. I think it's a combination <clears throat> of all that. Me being super insecure of who, who I was. Um, you know, my dad was in and out of jail. He's a ex convict, you know, ex gang member. So that's why I always hated that life you know, since I was a kid. And, um, so you knew the consequences of living that lifestyle. Yeah, man. I mean, firsthand, I grew up without him. So I didn't have a father figure, a mentor. I didn't have any of that. I had to learn the hard way by making mistakes. Um, even as something as, as simple as, you know, acting like a dick, yeah. You know, uh, to, which comes easier for you, bro. That's awesome. Good job, man. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> nah, man. Nah. I mean, I, I'm still a dick, but I'm saying that, you know, um, I would take out my frustration on people, you know, when I was, let's say in, in high school and I was like a part of the cool club or the cool kids, um, I would take it out on nerds and these other kids that, you know, were really just nice kids that were trying to be nice to me. And mm -hmm. I, I wasn't because I thought I became somebody or I was somebody. And ultimately I was nobody. I You've learned though. I mean, that's awesome. We've all learned. We've all, we've all either dealt with bullies or been bullies in my life. I used to be bullied, which I feel like in turn kind of turned me into a bully. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't want to feel like this anymore. Yeah. So I, I, I honed my craft Yeah. on how to talk shit. So when people talk <laughs> shit to me, true. I was like, I'm a, I'm a shit all over you yeah. first, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and I don't condone being a bully, but Wifey and I always have that conversation. It's like, fuck, I'd rather have my kids kind of like be bullies and be bullied, you know? Because mm -hmm. we can talk a kid out of being a bully. Be like, hey, we don't do that. You got to respect everybody. But a bully has to unlearn that. Yeah. You know? and, Fortunately, uh, they haven't learned it at all. You know, yeah. these are just like hypotheticals. Like, what are we going to do? If I kid kind of was going to be a bully or be bullied, what would you rather have? And I'm always quick to say, be the bully, you know? 
Cause I, cause I know that's easier to turn off. You know, it's to be a bully. Yeah. You can turn off being oh, a bully. I feel gotcha. like, I feel like you can take a step back and be like, mijo, eso no so which was a big reason for me to put the kids in jujitsu. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's Mind nothing you. more, no, nothing more humbling than to put, then put yourself through jujitsu yeah. and then be like, Oh, I'm a badass. And then just have somebody yeah. that's like 50 pounds lighter than you come in and whoop your ass. And you're like, Oh <laughs> shit, I'm not bad. You know? So that, I feel like if I get my kids into that and yeah. they get that early on in a foundation, it could only serve them positive results. You yeah. agree? You, yeah. you, your boy, you, you bring him in jujitsu. He's thrived. He's gone through tournaments. Yeah. He's done his thing. I've seen him with pictures with his hands raised and medals around his neck. Yeah. So he obviously enjoys it and he's learned. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the hardest part of, of, of like our, our, our past or in your past specifically and, and how you play it into being a father. Yeah. You didn't have a father figure or you yeah. did have somebody that filled that void? I never actually got a chance. I mean, I had a stepdad, but... You know, he, he's, you know, born in Tijuana. He's just, you know, he, his, his uh, upbringing was, um, you know, just very different as well. So I just never really got a chance to get a, a father figure, man. Mm -hmm. um, so I go back to all those experiences when I was a kid really helped me and shaped me into who I hope that I am now. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to mold that into my kids so they don't make those mistakes yeah. the way I did them, man, because it, it sucked, dude, especially after high school, man, you know, I... I was pretty much a loser. I was just partying. And, you know, at that point, the cool coolness kind of just was it. I, it didn't get me anything, you know? So I was going to, you know, Southwestern college and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I just kept partying and, you know, not going to class. And I, eventually I dropped out and, uh, you know, my mom has always done insurance, uh, pretty much throughout, you know, my whole, um, childhood life. So I, I figured, you know what, let me give it a shot. Um, and immediately, man, I've, I just instantly loved it. I mean, I, I swear to God, uh, at that time I was working for this guy right here on, on H and fourth. And, um, what's it called? Uh, I told him within those first few weeks, I was already working there. I was having a hard time. I like understanding how to like sell, uh, you know, insurance and insurance policy. This was back in 2012, which is, uh, no, 2012. That's when I opened the business. 2006 okay. is when I got licensed. And Damn, so you put six years of, of work and, and learning and yeah, setting your man. foundation to yeah, kind of get going. I, it was- uh, That plays a big role in being successful in your- I, I, you know, I opened and closed uh, these businesses for these people, you know, six days a week. And I did that for six years straight. And then I, you know, moved on to my own thing. And I've been doing that really ever since. Uh, you know, COVID hit and- you know, we went, I think most of us as business owners went through that, uh, that moment where we were like, what the hell, what are we going to do? Like, yeah. I had no idea, man. I mean, my business was built off of meeting you person to person, shaking your hand, talking to you for like an hour, you know, two hours. I have clients do that. You know, I, they walk out and we both know each other's, you know, kind of background history, you know, marriages, uh, divorces. You're, you're a person, aside from that being part of the, the, the job that you do, you're a personable guy. You're, you're, you're a nice guy. You're easy to Thank talk you. to, you know, you. and, and to, to backtrack a little, you can't turn those coolness points into a career. You know, it's like, I right. tell people like for social media, you can't turn these likes into money, bro. No. Like eventually you got to drop the facade and just kind of be like, all right, this shit ain't real. Yeah. Like, well, what's real? What? So when did you have that? This is real moment that I got to do something with my life. Like, when did you realize that you wanted to jump into insurance? I know you said your mom is, has always been involved in that. Yeah. Did you have a one-on-one -on -one with her and be like, ma, que onda, quiero hacer esto? Or well, you know, in high school, I was, uh, I, I was a paper filer for uh, the insurance okay, cool. uh, broker. You know, the business that I have, my mom worked for somebody and I, I became a paper uh, filer. But this was back in the day. There was no, the you know, um, there was no e-signatures. Nothing was done electronically. You had to... 
in person, know, yeah, face to face, physically doing paperwork and then mail it out physically, mail out the application, this insurance application to the insurance company. So that's where I came in. I was filing these these applications, and you know these these agencies they had been around forever, so they had you know thousands of these files. Um, and then the the law kicked in in California where you needed to have liability. Uh, in order to have a car registered. And that's around the time I got licensed to become an insurance agent. And it was, I would call it the golden era of, of insurance, the insurance business. That became your niche? That was, that's what you would go at for? The, at that point, yeah. That, okay. That's what I ended up doing. And, you know, I'm licensed to do multiple things. Uh, I, at one point I was licensed to sell health insurance, but it just um, never really captured my attention. It, it wasn't really for me. For me, it was just, you know, talking to somebody and keeping that relationship on a monthly basis. A lot of these clients, they pay their bill with me. Uh, before COVID, they would literally come in and pay it in cash mm -hmm. every month, you know, day in, day out. Now, um, I've been able to get a lot of these people to switch over to paying it with their debit cards. Uh, but, you know, a lot of my clients are just, they're not um, tech savvy and they don't, ever want to be there. They have no interest. Um, I was just great. Um, you know, lucky enough that I've had, I've built a relationship long enough with these, these people that they trust me with their money. So it's I very difficult to, to do. Yeah. That, that's man. a, that's a trait that's hard to do when you're building people's trust with one, their money or yeah. two with their food. People are very like, mm, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Yeah. So, so to make sure you break that well down and to gain their trust. See, yeah. you know, uh, by the time I, I, you know, opened up my own shop, I already knew dead on, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Uh, I still feel that way. I still love what I do. Um, and, I, you know, all I'm trying to do now is just, um, I guess, perfect it the way I do things. And, you know, I haven't really changed my model, man. I've I've, I've stuck to what I, I've done since I, actually since even before I opened, because when I was working for somebody else, I felt I treated my job as if it was my business. When that client sat on my desk, it's my business. And a lot of these people... I mean, you know, just give you an example. The first, um, the first three months that I opened, I had I averaged out over a hundred clients per month that just followed me. You know, uh, between my clients and my mom's clients that had followed her since back in the day. Was your mom still in the business? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, now she works for for me. Okay. Much. Uh, so you, you brought know. her into the umbrella, the Ruiz umbrella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a Perez. Uh, you know, the, the family from Zacatecas, that's her, you know, my mom's family. Uh, my mom's side of the family is the Perez. My dad is a uh, Ruiz. I'm very proud of that, man. Um, you know, again, now that I'm older, I've, I'm trying to like, you know, reflect on who I am, my, my, uh, you know, my upbringing, my roots. Um, you know, I even did the ancestry thing to try to find, figure out what's, you know, who am I? Which one did you use? Uh, ancestry. Okay. Uh, I think that's- What'd you find out, man? So, you know, for years, for, you know, growing up, my mom used to tell me you're part German from your dad's side. Uh, your, your grandpa was, you know, half German. He's a half white man in Mexico that, you know, passed away when my dad was uh, three years old, four years old. And so I wanted to find that out. And uh, I, I did the ancestry and I ended up becoming, I ended up becoming, um, yeah, I'm not German. I'm uh, Irish and uh, Scottish. El vato le gusta el golf y el pisto. Uh, el pisto, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and other than that, you know, it's just, you know, Spaniard descent and uh, they don't call it Mexican. They call uh, they call us Native mm -hmm. Americans. Yeah. You know, even pins points to where your family is originally from. And it shows that it's from Zacatecas. Zacatecas yeah. y Guadalajara. All right, it cool. just shows you a map throughout the years of how the family like moved up, the, you know, pretty much to... Uh, Arizona, Texas. The migration yeah. north. Yeah. Are we, well, I, I used, well, I didn't. I, I, my sister did the 23 and me. Yeah. And I was like, 
well, it has no fucking point if I do it. My sister already did it. We're the same shit. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, so, yeah. it's just nice to, you know, that's the, the issue with my dad's side is that nobody really has does it, uh, uh-huh. done it. Uh, my mom's side, I have a bunch of people that, you know, I have third, you know, third cousins, fourth cousins, and they're all Mejias and Pereses. Have you ever met any of them that you, that you simply discovered through the ancestry or not? No, I, I did discover um, from my dad's side, the one person that did it is uh, this, uh, my, uh, she's my cousin, uh, first, or what is it? Um, first blood or first, uh, I don't know what you call it. But Sabra, Dios, my uh, my dad's brother had a, basically a love child. Okay. Uh, this was before I was born. That's blood, bro. That's still cousin. That's, yeah, yeah, that, no, that's, yeah. yeah. It, it was cool to find that out, but it was uh, I, this person that matches as my first generation cousin. Uh, I asked my dad, like, hey, who is this person? I don't, it's not coming up as like a last name from my mom's side. Um, you know, who is this person? He's like, it could be your cousin. You know, my, my brother had a daughter and then. Your dad's uh, like, Miko, sit down. We got to talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he has, uh, you know, he has other uh, kids now, but I guess he wanted nothing to do with her. Uh, so she lives somewhere in Sacramento. She's older. She's a lot older. So I don't, I, I don't know her, but I mean, it's cool to find that's out. pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, that's what technology does, man. I mean, yeah. if anything, it connects certain dots that otherwise. It's good and bad. It's good and oh, bad. Oh, see. Imagine but. you discover you're you're related to Charles Manson and Pela Seaway. Chan. thing. So do you currently like a, a, a relationship with your pops? Like, you, did I you? Do. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a long time. No, pues, uh, me imagino. You know, my, I have, you know, my older brother and I, we, we share the same dad and, and obviously mom and, um, you know, he's always been closer to my dad than I was, even though everybody says I look exactly like my dad, just a little chunkier. <laughs> um, what's it called? You look beautiful, brother. <laughs> I, you know, Shut I, the I, like, I like to call myself handsome, but hey, I mean. I mean, if not you, who, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I hope my wife. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, growing up, I just was always angry at him, especially uh-huh. as I, I had my own kid and I, I realized how, you know, having you, yeah, that first kid is a game changer, man. I mean, for me, at least, um, I, I, there's nothing better in the world than your kids. Uh, but nothing that, scarier tampoco, way. Shit, the bro, scariest yeah. thing you'll ever do in life, yeah. you know. But for me, it's a, my my biggest motivator is my family, man. Mm-hmm. That's what pushes me to you know get up even when I'm sick or if I'm tired or if I don't want to deal with the spe- specific client that um, you might call, you know, uh, you know. Um, Okay. Or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to say in the nice way, but ain't nobody listen. You let it out, bro. Nah, There's nah, no Yelp man. reviews coming from here, bro. Nah, I don't, <laughs> I don't worry about that, man. I mean, you know, I really don't. It's, you know, I don't really, I don't worry about any of that, man. I just, at this, at, at my age now, I'm, you know, 35 years old, proud of, of my age and, uh, and, and what I've done and, and where I'm going to be, man. I, I, in, I, I treat my clients right. Your success, I was going to say, that's why I feel like this is, success has been following you and, and, you're, and you're basking in it and you're doing your thing is because you're real. You talk to people, you're a people's guy. I mean, Chula Vista's very own is your tagline and it makes yep. sense. You know, you, you hear, you're my parents' neighbor, bro. You live down the block. Yeah, we, we, we know each other from many spots yeah. until we finally like, hey, what's up? I'm this and this, I'm this, I'm this. It's but, like, we've just kind of always walked parallel. But you know, when we, when we met, I mean, you deal with people on a day, day-to-day basis, uh, employees and friends and relatives. But aside from that, you deal with just clients, clients mm-hmm. that come in here mm-hmm. every day and you, you know, you got to be on your A game. You yeah. got to shake their hand. You got to talk to them and not be fake. You got to talk to them so they could feel like, uh, they're a part they're of, a part family, of what you're, yeah. you know, of what you're doing here. Because if you don't treat them like that, bro, there's gonna, options. It, you're not the only insurance agency. I'm not the only brewery. Exactly. You know, if we don't give people like 
consistency and, and I like to pride ourselves here in Chula Vista that we, we, we don't fake the funk, we see through it. It's yeah. like, you know, we, we know when somebody's being real and we know when somebody's just trying to get that dollar, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I know for me speaking personally here at the brewery, like you said, yeah, I, I, I shake a lot of hands. I know a lot of, now less, a lot less than before. Like I brought somebody, El Compita Glasses, I said, homie, this is you. For the last five years building this brand with my partner and building the brewery, yeah. I've been in the front line, like trying to get to know everybody. You get, you know, be the face. Yeah. I said, I can no more. And the, I feel like our business here at the brewery is is on a new level yeah. that requires me doing more on the back end, mm-hmm. like making sure, you know, we're connecting those dots, those yeah. new relationships, the business development, yeah. the marketing, the monies, the everything, the financing, everything, yeah. making sure that works. I'm not needed in the front anymore. Yeah. That, that that baton has been passed. Yeah. You know, but you got to find somebody that does it the same because those and he's first killing man. Yeah, yeah. it's a la rifa. Glasses, El, glasses yeah. a la rifa. Yeah, because for me, for the first five years, it was that shaking hands, getting yeah. to know people, getting to know a lot of people, making yeah. sure that I made every guest that came into our establishment okay. feel like okay, yeah. this motherfucker really cares about me and hanging yeah. out here. Yeah. And I and, and I see that. Because I see it on the streets, people wearing our shit. Yep. I see it when I leave Chula Vista, people wearing our shit. Yeah, I see it just everywhere, like especially now with Padres the season in full. If I could go to Peco, bro, and I'm, I'm clicking around, I was like, yeah, he's wearing a Pelotero shirt. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. wearing a fucking three-punk shirt. I see the same shit for you. That's a great feeling, isn't it? Bro, because you did it on your own. We yeah. did it on our own. We yeah. didn't We didn't like hire a marketing agency. We don't come wow. from money where we have money to spend on a firm that says, hey, man, I really want to see somebody watching, somebody wearing my my merch yeah. at a Padre game or whatever. They People do that. Because they want to do that. Imagine, yeah. Imagine somebody telling you, "Hey, man, I want to pay you twenty dollars to wear your shirt with your brand." Yeah. You go, "Fuck, really?" Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's yeah. it, it, it did mean something. You 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 obviously did something for them yeah. that is memorable, and now they want to repay and pay it forward. I want to buy your shirt and rock it everywhere, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what I was going back to is like me and you, we feel uh, like we, you know, we, we both of us, you know, we, we deal with people on a daily basis. Uh, we're at the point in in our, you know, you know, in our life, in our age, uh, that, um, I feel like when we first met each other, we just kind of like, ah, you know, no homo, but I love you, man. You know, I, I, hey, I, I, like I way. <laughs> no, I'm saying I, I appreciate, uh, I right off the back when I met you, we started chit chatting and it, like, for me, I was like, oh, this guy's, he's a, he's a solid dude. Um, and yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know what? You do put up a facade, not you, like in general, all of, all of us, we put up that facade. Yeah. We don't know what's coming our way. I don't know what you want from me. And you know, and then yeah. wifey always yells at me and it, and well, it lectures me. My wifey don't yell at me. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> she always lectures me. My contact was like, Hey man, not everybody's your friend. Oh yeah. You got to realize yeah. And you tell me the same shit. He's like, yeah. Hey man, I ain't like these other fools. I don't want nothing from you. No. He's like, I just respect you. Or there's a mutual respect. And you know, there's a mutual, like there, I feel like this is a new school era. And I'm not speaking out of term because I've seen the old school Mexican business owner era. Mm-hmm. I've seen that mm-hmm. where it's cutthroat, yeah. where it's like, este güey tiene más que yo, que pedo, por qué? Yeah. Or they don't, they don't help each other out. Yeah, it's you more know? like, no, it's I'm all, doing it. No, I'm doing it. It's mine. Yeah. That's not how it works anymore. Yeah. It, it's a different game. Hay un corrido yeah. from Los Dos Carnales, bro. And, that, and every time I hear the song, it says, um, no es que no no quiera que tenga, he, well, fuck, I'm going to fuck it up. It's not that he's jealous of what I have. He's, he doesn't want me to have it. Mm-hmm. bro and i hear that song i'm like fuck that makes sense because yeah. there's a bunch of haters yeah. and i'm like not necessarily for me anymore fuck I'm, I'm, I'm in the fucking shadows bro we, yeah. we push our brands we do our thing but i just hear people and i see people i'm like he doesn't hate on that person because he's killing it he hates on that person because he has it and yeah. he's doing it and it's like oh because they don't have it and okay. now i feel like the the, the the baton has been passed and like the new era I, yeah. the home the people i hang out with yeah. the people i associate with we're all cheering each other on. Yeah. That includes somebody else who has a brewery in my industry. I'm like, I'm cheering them to succeed. Ultimately, yeah. if he's succeeding, 
we're succeeding. We're all winning. We're all on the same page. We're all doing this thing. You know, I see that with you. Yeah. I see that with the friends that you hang out with. I see you go on vacation all the time. Do your thing. You don't come in beat us. My mom is a ladder. No hay pedo. Ah, you were but too I, scared. <laughs> but, oh, shit, that's right. We were supposed to go to where? Where were we going to go? Uh, Cabo, Cancun. Cabo. Cabo. So we're going to go to Cabo San Lucas. Bro, but you wanted to fucking go in the dead of the pandemic, bro. We went. We had a good time, but it was a little, it wasn't the same. Everything, like the, the clubs, there was people out there partying. We stayed away from everybody, but just to be out on the beach laid out. Uh, you know, we took a risk. Uh, you know, uh, we didn't get sick. How was the flight uh, during that time? All, I've gotten yeah, all sold out, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every seat. I mean, we we flew out through uh, from Volares, Tijuana. Uh-huh. We've been doing that for years. Now. Shit, homie, that's that's the best way it's to the fly. Only way to do it. <laughs> I mean, shit. Those flights I got them for like I think eighty dollars, one hundred sixty bucks or something like that. Do you have uh, their monthly trip. their their membership their their VIP thing? Uh, I should, dude. It's it's, it's, it it's like sixty dollars a month. I think, and then you, that includes a flight. Once a month, they get a flight, a, oh, a, really? a round trip uh, flight, that. anywhere, any, club, I think something like that. Anywhere that Boladis flies, bro, I think once a month, you get a, the trip included. Well, we just booked flights to Cabo for April. Oh, I think pand- the pandemic by then. For 2022? 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to go to Tampa. The most anti-fucking COVID pandemic uh, thing you can do. We right. we are going on the Disney cruise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Disney, uh, Disney uh, I mean, uh, Miami or? No, we're, it's Salen de San Diego. They do one oh, in San really? Diego now, bro. So we're going to go from uh, San Diego, take the kid. Yeah. So it's my parents. It's my sister, uh, my brother-in-law, and, and my nephew. Nice. And then it's wifey, myself, and our three boys. So it's going to be a whole fucking Garcia clan. Just kind of, I think we're going to Cabo San Lucas too, nice. coming back. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like now, fool, it's like, I'm, I'm playing catch up, you know? It's like, okay, I fucking, we missed out on a lot of traveling last year. You yeah. know, we went, uh, me and my best friend, we went to, for my birthday, we went to San Francisco to watch the Padres play the Giants, right? And that was my first flight. You know, and then it yeah, just happened scared? in May. Yeah, I wasn't scared. I was like, hmm, what the fuck's going on? The, the, uh, it, it didn't seem like the flight was as slammed as they usually are, yeah. you know, but we got there. We flew over there. San Francisco was just in, it was like a mayhem, bro. It's like a different place now. It, just, it wasn't the same. Really? See, downtown was just a little sketchy now. I, I love San Francisco. I love San Francisco, bro. We oh. go there twice a year, and, and but this time it was different. It was a more eye-opening experience oh. to the point where my boy and I we were talking we were like, would you bring your family up here right now? He's uh, like, that's how um, I felt about Vegas. Yeah. We went uh, last year during the pandemic, September. Ay, el que no viajaba por pandemic. Shut up, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we did some things, We, <laughs> but uh, we had to, man. I mean, we were going crazy those first few months. We literally just stared crazy in the house, huh? Yeah. You know, fighting with the wifey. She was going through a, you know, a depression. I was probably going through some sort of depression, not even realizing yeah. it. It was rough, man. You know, and, um, you know, I, I'm sure we all did. We all experienced a little bit of it. I was just grateful that, you know, we moved into that house uh, at the right time without knowing it was the right time um, because we were able to enjoy the backyard. We were able to, you know, to, to go for walks, you know, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are not as, as uh, fortunate, yeah. fortunate, you know. So I, w- I just kept reminding myself of that. So th- those days that we were like, you know, uh, going back, you know, fighting with each other, I would just, um, you know, at the end of the day, tell you know what, sorry, let's let's just, uh, you know, squash this. It sounds cheesy, and, uh, bro, but happy wife, happy life is yeah. the is, is the best way to live it. You know, yeah. I don't wifey, <laughs> she she gets angry at me because I don't engage, I don't argue back with her. I, I don't like. I sometimes I feel like she pokes and she's trying to get a reaction. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, my fault. I apologize, myself. I'm yeah. so, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, Disney I, failed. I'm starting to get there, but I, I'm still, I still feel like I'm young enough to. Ah, you want to fight? Okay, huh? let's 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 go back. And Did forth. you just call me old fool? Uh, that was, was I that mean, a backhand? You know, it's your birthday this weekend, <laughs> no? I acaba de pasar July six. July six? Yeah. No, he says nada, bro. No, I mean, what am I gonna say? Hey, it's hey, my it's my birthday. birthday. Celebrate me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did the next best thing. You invited us to a private party at your pad, bro. That is right. God, yeah. I'm not the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent out a fucking like a New Year's Eve invitation, bro. What's, <laughs> oh, the, what's God, the theme? God. The black party? It's the bit? all black attire, Johnny Cash style uh, attire. So how party. serious are you about that? Because I don't have anything like I don't have black jeans and nothing. You got Come on. Man. Yeah. So all I got to go get some. No, tengo way. All right. Fuck it. Shit. Uh, all black. I, all right. No, Even no. I'm going to wear. I'm, I'm a colorful guy. You know, si tienes una tejana, I do. That bitch on. Yeah. Can I, I wear can I wear non-black boots? Uh, I mean, I wear black jeans and yeah. a black shirt. Yeah, I no. mean, Florence all right. is all black. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Damn. I'm gonna go get a, a a cowboy hat. Where are you going? There's a store right here on H Street. Mm, no? Centenario. Centenario. Yeah, bro. Ooh, yeah. You're you're about yeah. to discover a new level of your Zacatecas roots, bro. Whoa, you have man. no idea. Do you have any pair of boots? I don't. No, no, oh, no. So pinche morro fayuca, bro. You need a pair, dog. You know, I it just I, you're I'm, you're gonna be thirty five or you're thirty five. You're thirty five now, and I feel it too. You need you need a pair of boots, bro. I do. You I know, do. not work boots, not none of these little woo woo boots that you have, and people yeah. are like, oh, well, those are really nice. No, uh, no, botas, bro, botas, botita, yeah. man. Yeah. What, do you know what what you're gonna get or what? I don't know. Yeah, I gotta go. You know, the 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 boot is gonna choose me, man. Cállate, <laughs> you sound like motherfucking <laughs> Kenny hey, Loggins hey, or somebody hey, from the country western. I, you know, I've now that, uh, you know, that my wife, Valerie has, uh, she's always been into country and, uh, you know, I like country, but Mexican or Spanish, uh, uh country and, uh, not this new shit, dude. I like all the old school shit. I'm, I'm, not like, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, what's new shit that you don't like? Like, what do you mean? I don't even know the artist. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could put me up on some, some good Let's ones. See. Some, you know what? Not, it, not, you're not going to believe me, but look at, yeah. I'm going to turn this little knob up and there's always music playing in the background. I don't know what's in. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, see? Is, is this is this do you consider this new? I don't know who that is. Let's see, I'll tell you right now. It's a commander dog. It's a commander los buitres de Sinaloa. I don't know. No? I, I enjoy this shit. This is always, it's weird, bro. Like I told you earlier, like I some, sometimes I'll just do like the mic checks and yeah. the board check to make sure everything's working. I just turn that on and it's like. <laughs> yeah, man. I, oh, I, so, you know, I like the old school. Uh, Antonio Aguilar, shit like oh, that. Yeah, Antonio Aguilar, he's from Zacatecas. So, um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. But I've always, I was always against listening to country. And these last few years, man, it's just. Wifey flipped you. Oh, yeah, man. I missed. I'm I'm country now too, no, bro. Fuck that shit. Don't yeah. say that out loud, both bro. Both sides. Nah, nah, man. I'm proud of it. Yeah. I'm country. Both sides I of the mean, border. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. So that's why I'm gonna put the. You know, I'm gonna get that cowboy hat and I'll go to uh, you know, go see uh, Ramon Ayala before he passes away. I hey, hope. bro, why you about to put that negative vibe out there, bro? Not, motherfucker, El Rey del Acordeón. He's gonna live forever. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might get uh, you know his face tatted on me. Effort, you know? No, no, I won't. But. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> so for your party, is it gonna be like? Do you have like a like banda or a DJ or something? What am I? What am I walking into, Willie? You know, uh, I'm not really a, a banda kind of guy, uh-huh. bro. So it's just DJ. You know, my, uh, the same DJ that DJ both of my weddings. <laughs> nice. You're you very, uh, very. Uh, Como se dice? I'm loyal. Man. You're loyal. <laughs> yeah, my, my boy. Shout out to DJ Fusion, uh, Angel. He's a local guy from Castle Park. 
Yeah, I know that name. DJ Fusion? Yeah. He yeah. plays around town, no? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. been doing this for a long time. He's yeah. really good, man. He's out, he, he'll be on the mic trying to hype us up. And it's not like a- It's hard to hype 40-year-olds up, bro. That is true. You I know? mean, you might be the only 40. No, no. In Sedio? No, no. Let's be some other 40. Bitch, I look like an okay, decent 40. Yeah, you look good, man. Tip top, tip top. I hope I look that, you know, you're- Stop it. I'm just saying, Stop it, bro. First, you tell me you love me. Now you want to be like me. Look at you. I want to be like you. I said no homo, so it doesn't count, bro. That's the Okay, bro. You're giving back to the community now. Yeah. You've reached a new level with your business. Willie's insurance is thriving. And now it's your opportunity to take a step back and be like, what can I do to the for the community? Yep. Better do, yep. do you get involved with a lot of organizations? Do you get in love? I mean, because using the phrase Chula Vista's very own mm -hmm. comes with a lot of responsibility. True. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna put that kind of name out there, yeah. I, I almost feel like you have to be having your fingers on on, on the pulse of what's going on in our right. town. I'm trying, man. I, I go back to the, the realness part. I'm not saying I'm real in a sense like I'm an OG, I'm a gangster, mm -mm. I'm crazy. I say, I'm saying I'm real that I'm, I'm just me, man, the good and the bad. Uh, and when it comes to charity, yeah, I get messaged all the time. Hey, you, can you uh, sponsor our little league team or can you this, can you do that? And I'm just like, I mean, I'm not flush with cash yeah, yeah. here, you know? I mean, would... I, I don't do that. I don't reach out to just random people and, hey, can you sponsor <laughs> Jaden's uh, jiu-jitsu tournament? Bro, I never, ever did that until we started. The, and then I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah. bro, we're good at raising money. I'm just bad at asking for it. You know, because more often it's than funny, not, it's you know, hard. It's a funny conversation. Yeah, it's a have. weird conversation. I've had it with you and like to have it through text. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Hey, bro, this is coming up. Are you down? Yes. Why you only reach out to me when you want something? I said, Cállate los fool. This ain't even for me. This is for the childrens, man. That being said, yep. like, thank you. I, I know you just, you stepped up and and you put yeah. your money where your mouth is. Just, Mr. Uh, Chula Vista's very own came through, and you're going to be sponsoring our uh, the the Chula the Chula Vista, the Emo Brown Foundation golf event. Yeah. Our first one here at Chula Vista Golf Course. You That's sponsored awesome. one of our holes. Yeah. Thank That's you, right. man. We appreciate it. Yeah. So that what does that mean? That means that you're going to have to bring your canopy or some sort of branding to one of our holes and you're going to be handing out pamphlets and then just kind of pimping your services. What do you, what do, you do at Willie's Insurance currently? What is your, your, your bread and butter? Where, where, what do people usually come and apply for the most? Bread and butter, man. I, I sell mainly car insurance. Uh, personal lines is what it's called. So I, you know, I sell car insurance, motorcycle insurance, uh, SR22 for those drunk drivers. What is an SR22? So it's pretty much just the filing. It's a document that states that you have insurance. Uh, the state imposes you to have it when you get a DUI and you're trying to get a restricted license. So they pretty much, you know, they put a restriction on your license. That means you can only drive to work and back home. Okay. Uh, most people don't do that, but hey, I'm no snitch. You just snitch, bro. I just, you I just, just snitch, bro. I just snitch, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Do you, you, you sell those a lot? That's a, that's a popular. Um... I mean, yeah, unfortunately, you know, every other person, you know, has one. Oh, or man. has gotten one and and so I, I sell those and uh, I'm really big on you know not overcharging in in fees when it comes to sr22s that which is uh you know these people are so used to paying for you know their lawyer fees the the fees to the the court uh by the time they get around to okay I can get my license back uh and they tell them oh you need an sr22 you got to get it through an insurance uh by that point they reach out and they expect to get you know ripped off. 
And so I'm really big on explaining what that form okay, is wait, no. and just telling them it's just a piece of paper that says you have insurance. You can either insure it with the car or insure it by yourself to drive anybody's car. And, uh, you know, this is what I'm going to charge you. 50 bucks for my fee, $100 uh, for my fee. And it's a one-time fee as long as you keep that you know, insurance active for three years, which is normally the, the amount of time you need to have it. Um but I don't just sell SR22s. Um, you know, I sell homeowners insurance, renters insurance for those people that are moving into an apartment. And, uh, you know, those, those apartment complexes, most of them now are starting to require insurance. Uh, and uh, I sell those. Boat insurance, are super, you know, those are super cheap. RV for your travel trailer, or those people that like to, you know, um, you know, I don't know, go camp out. Yeah, like for sure. So uh, I sell those policies as well. Um, commercial insurance, commercial auto. So if you have a little truck they use for landscaping, I do. uh, dishwash, you know, those dishwashers, um, mobile car washer. Uh-huh. So just, you know, things like that. Right. Uh, no life. I don't sell life insurance or, or health insurance. Um, so yeah, man, that's that. so you, you've never tried to sell me. I remember I've asked you before and you're like, uh, oh, no, I don't. Nah, no, no, champ, not for well, you. You know, originally it was because we were still getting to know each other. And when you reached out to me, we didn't fully know each other yet. And I, I'm not about that, man. I'm not trying to become friends with you because I'm trying to get your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't care about that, man. I mean, you don't care about yeah, my business? I, I, care, <laughs> I care about business, but I want it to be authentic. I feel you, bro. No, you're very, you're, uh, I call it relationship based selling you yeah. know i understand what you're what you're about in that sense you know you're, yeah. you don't try to overwhelm a potential client with i i, I know dudes like that bro yeah. i know i know both women and men business owners yeah. and, and entrepreneurs and that, are, that are like for, that for some people and sometimes it doesn't some people know how to mask it and do it the right way yeah and some people just are out blatant about it hey man let's go get a drink i want to talk to you about you know wah, 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 wah. Yeah. you're like oh. I, you know, i'll give you an example for me this is uh this is my uh my way of doing things a client that, that's had insurance with me for a while will you know reach out to me hey I got this price uh, with another company. This guy's offering me this, that, this, that. Can you match it? Can you do it better? And I'm like, at that point, I'll tell that person. I'll be honest with them. Hey, if it's a gen- like a really good company, and um, you know they they are offering them better coverage or a better program, better company than what I have, I'll tell them, dude, switch it. Like I would do it myself if I could get that policy. But it's not always the case. There's those the flip side of those people that are trying to get that business and they'll tell these people what they want to hear. And I don't do that. I don't want to tell you what you want to hear or I don't tell you what you want to hear. I'll tell you what it is. Sometimes I can help you and sometimes I can't. The most honest man in Chula Vista insurance. Are there a lot of Chula Vista insurance companies that are similar to what you offer and what you do? So- you know, uh, when the pandemic hit prior to that, I was taught to uh, sell the old school way. You come in, we shake hands, we get to know each other a little bit, and then uh, you leave happy, hopefully. Um, pandemic hit, and it just, for me, I'm, I had to make a de- decision. Do I want to continue to work from the office uh, and risk getting sick? Uh, and, or, you know, and yeah, I mean, this is, has nothing to do with COVID. I mean, you could get sick, you could die, whatever. But at that point, I, th- it, I think it's fair to say 95% of us were all freaked out. About yeah, for sure. Not so, knowing was freaking out the most. You yeah. Know? And so I made this, the decision to just shut it down. And I didn't have to because it's insurance. It was considered essential. I could have stayed at the office and kept dealing with people person to person, uh, in person. And uh, I, I made the, the decision to switch it to over the phone, 
uh, to you know do everything with e-signature. So I pretty much email you the documents directly to your phone, or you can sign the, the paperwork uh, from a computer. But most of them, they do it from their phone. They e electronically sign it, and then I text you your proof of insurance. The, all the original paperwork gets mailed out to you within two weeks. Uh, and they just, um, honestly, it was my, my best year was last year, 2020, mid-pandemic. What do you attribute that to? Uh, well, it was part of, I think that, switching it to doing everything over the phone when those clients were calling me because most people continue to go to work they got to pay their bills and even the people that didn't that weren't working they got all the the uh you know the benefits um and so they had the money to pay insurance insurance you need it you need that to have the registration if you got to drive to the you know grocery store or whatever you got to do for all your other essentials you need insurance so most people continue to pay if not they were really on top of it. They were trying to re-up their insurance. Um, sorry, man. I get calls through. <laughs> Damn, Humble Flex. Go ahead. Not, that was a little- Go. My, my, my phone rings too, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's on silent though, you know? <laughs> but I, you know, I think that helped me, man, that I, I, I was pushing more the, hey, I can just, I give you the, the price right now over the phone and I can get it done right now. You don't have to drive to the office and, you know, they're probably as scared as I was at the time. So- you know, telling them that I could just do it over the phone without actually seeing me in person probably made that person feel like, oh, okay, let me just get it out of the way during lunch, you know, their break time or when they're in the morning, got off, just got off of work, whatever it is. Um, I, I think that helped me. And what so, about now? What about now where we're, the pandemic's not necessarily over. I mean, you know, things are still yeah, happening, yeah. but we're more familiar and we're more uh, cautious of how we act. And yeah. we, we know the protocols, what we need to do to yeah. go on with our, our normal lives. So I'm in between trying to figure out, okay, so I've slowly you know, started working from the office. I mean, the state's open, man, whether, yeah. you know, you, you agree with it or, or not, not, it's there. It's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, do I agree with how everything went down? Who knows, man? I'm, I'm not, you know, that the guy for that, but, um, I adjusted, I did what I had to do for my business. Uh, and moving forward, I feel like now I'm back to the office, but I'm not there nine hours, 10 hours. Like I used to be just last year. Do you think at one point you're probably going to step away from having an actual office or I, I can't, I cannot, uh, these insurance companies that allow me to sell their product, uh, they require they need a brick and mortar or something. Where yeah, you, yeah, okay. yeah. And I mean, business wise, does it make sense to work from home? Uh, I, I really can't do that because I have clients that still come in and paying cash, uh, and clients that like to do it the, the old school way. Uh, and so, you know, no, it's, I don't even want that. I don't want to work from home all, you know, the, I just know a lot of the bigger companies, uh, not necessarily insurance, just uh, other companies that I'm, I'm familiar with. Some of them have, are they're giving up their, their, their proper, their commercial properties, yeah. man. They're, yeah. they're having their staff work maybe from these, home, you know, maybe these insurance companies will, you know, will allow you to do maybe. it halfway. But what I've been doing is I'm working, I'm going in there, um, four hours a day, uh, and I continue to work from home, you know, in the morning after I get off of work, um, from the office. I mean, I continue to work, man. Bro, I'm what's available. awesome for you, your, your, your home is like less than a mile to your business office. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, you can, if you really wanted to, you, you could walk. I mean, you yeah. should walk. Bro, why aren't walk. you walking? You should be walking more. What's cracking? I work. Yeah. I got to build this little <laughs> gym at the house. <laughs> I, oh man. You know, that. <laughs> I'm not there yet. You, you, you love me, but I'm not, I'm not cool enough to go work out with you in your gym or what? Uh, I like to do it on my own, man. That's when I, I, uh, I start thinking about different marketing schemes Oof, or, or game planning. I, that's my one hour, man. Uh, you know, you, you could ask Valerie, you know, she's tried going in there to work out with me. I'm like, ah, you know, get out. I 
get out, dude. I'm serious. Like, I you just, know, I thought it was evil, bro. I, you know, I like to space out. Maybe learn to meditate. I don't know. Nah, <laughs> that is my med- meditating. Yeah, man. yeah. I'm, uh, you know, one hour for just myself. Man. That's good. Good for you, man. You know, good I blast for you. the music. Uh, it's you know nothing special. It's not like I have this fancy ass setup. It's just you know. You know, pieces here, pieces there. We have this really cool bike. A broomstick with two cinder blocks at the end of them? Yeah, old school. You Hell know, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> um, you know, you have a Peloton. I have the wannabe Peloton, uh, but it works just fine. You know, and, and that's- Why are you shitting on me, bro? Why are you shitting on me? I got I, it on I'm sale. Not. Peloton is, <laughs> you know, that's some fancy stuff. I call it Peloton. El Peloton. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I don't have Peloton money yet, you know? So- You finance I, it, dog. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> No, but then, man, I'm, I'm happy to know you. I wanted the, the main reason I wanted to bring you in here because one, I'm a fan. You're a friend. I'm a fan. I'm excited to go to your party. I saw the menu. Yes, please. The scallops and the steak for yes. wifey and me. We got this. But uh, I'm a big supporter of what you do. You're obviously a big supporter of what we do. Otherwise, you wouldn't jump in and, and, and be a donor and, and sponsor our event. It's all for the kids. It's all for the scholarships. Yeah. So part of what the Emo Brown, the podcast is, is taking people from the community, taking people that, you know, peers and people that I look to as like leaders mm-hmm. and bring them on here and just shine the spotlight on them and be like, hey man, that's awesome. pay attention to what this guy's doing. Yeah. This guy's doing, we don't all have that rosy upbringing. Yeah. We don't all have that, oh, I have a mom and I have a dad and I have a fucking dog and you know, we have, you know, a brother and then my cars and everyone works. Not everybody has that. Some people yeah. have a tia that takes care of them, an abuelita that raises them, you know? It doesn't matter where we start. We just gotta, you know, we'll figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah. You did. Yep, you know, no you, you've done it. There, 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 there's obviously always going to be circumstances that don't always allow us the path. Mm-hmm. But if you want it, you you, you can do it, yeah. you know? And that's why I wanted to bring you in because I know you, you've let me in in the past. We've gone to dinner and we've gotten you drunk and you've told us some stories. But I, now- I, You got drunk, buddy. <laughs> oh, yo, who uh, and, and it's just awesome to, I know you, I like you. Like I'm a fan. I was like, fuck that. I mean, I want to I want to have other people listen to Willie and tell his story and I think other people will like you. Yeah. Maybe that will also in part, you know, have people be like, "You know what? I do need insurance." And yeah. I'm from the South Bay. Yeah. Why not reach out to Willie? You know, yeah. he's a he's a hard-working business owner raising a family. My the, what I always say is like, "Okay, why do we ultimately support small business, bro? We support small business because small business is paying for your kids' like little league fees. Small business is paying for uh, somebody to get a cast, you know, so yeah. to, to put food on the table. It, it yeah. sounds like very cliche, but it's true. Yeah. When you when you support a small business, you're supporting that person who runs the business, helping them with their family needs. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh my kid needs braces. Boom. You know what? You sold insurance to somebody here in the, in the, in the neighborhood. Yeah. In turn, now you have a recurring income through them. Mm-hmm. Boom. Now I can afford to give you braces yeah. or whatever. That's why it all works. And, and that's why I'm a big fan and advocate of it. And, and yeah. it's funny because wifey and I, we, we legitimately think twice like, oh, we should go eat here. And I'd be like, we, we could. Or we can go eat there. Yeah. I mean, they have the same service. And then she's like, no, no, no. You know what? You're right. Let, yeah. Let's go eat there. We should go buy that there. I said, yeah. Or we can go here, you know? Yeah. We do it as much as we can. Obviously, we live in a world where it's not going to be easy to do yeah. that. You know, we can still go to Costco. I can't fucking not go to Costco. You know, we need to yeah. get shit at Costco sometime. I love Costco. Dude, I got Shout three. out to Costco. Shout out to Costco. They did it right. Yes. They're doing something right now. <laughs> Willie, thank you for coming in, bro. Uh, thank you what else you got me, for man. me? Say something beautiful. Uh, I, I don't have much, man. You know, I, I initially when, you know, driving over here, in fact, at the house, I was getting ready and Valerie walked in the room. She was like, uh, you nervous? She knows me. I, I, this is not. You sweating a lot. I uh, see that. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. You know, I start <laughs> sweating when I get really nervous, and uh, I, I typically tend to, you know, say less. 
uh, you know, try, try to just observe. And, and before it was the other way around, I would say too much and it would be things that I didn't even mean or, yeah. and so that's why I was like, oh, I don't know how it's going to go, but, uh, I, I genuinely, uh, enjoyed it, man. This is a safe space, bro. This is uh, a safe you made space. Me feel comfortable I, and, uh, you're the homie. And, uh, you know, and you and Chris are, you know, uh, are like, like, you know, I hope that we feel like we're at this point, we haven't known each other for that long, but, uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, and, um, yeah, man. The feeling is mutual. Yeah. Willie's Insurance, located on E Street here in Chula Vista. Damn, That's that was right. a fucking commercial I just did for you. <clears throat> Let's start it again. Let's start it with a little bit of background music. A little background music in the back. Oh, we got to put God's plan, though. Okay. You know I mean? No? Willie's Insurance, located here on E Street in Chula Vista, the heart of the South Bay. If you ever in need of an SR22, don't drink and drive, and then you won't need one. But if you do, Willie's Insurance will take care of you. What's up, dog? Am I hired? You're hired, bro. Fuck, yeah. Make sure you check out Willie's Insurance. Where can people get a hold of you or information for the business or Instagram or what, what do you what do you what do you send people to your clients? Uh, any of them. You could text me 619-632-3618. Uh, we could get get you insured in you know a couple of minutes. I'll call you, go over the coverage, the price. Um, or you could add about the Instagram page at Willie's Insurance. Boom. And don't get no easier than that. At Willie's Insurance. Aquí con el compita Willie Ruiz. Yes, Feliz sir. cumpleaños, viejo. Gracias. I'm going to have to fucking spend money and buy some black clothes. I'm a happy right. guy. Yes. I don't have a lot of dark clothes. So thank you. 